Robert. You. Yeah, you. Oh, look at you. Hey. Hey, sometimes I just have to get $600, you know? I feel like at this point I might as well be a YouTuber the way that I get money. It's like I have benefactors. Like people are like, it's Christmas time. Here's some money. Like, we don't want our son to fucking be homeless and shit. I'm like, I can get a job. They're like, not yet. And I'm like, all right. Thanks. This is cool. The U.S. give me $1,800, you know? So whatever. How, how Here's far orange is juice and beer. Pressed orange. <laughs> Wait, are you drinking orange juice and beer mixed together? Oh, hold on. Yeah. Brass monkey, dude. What are you talking about? This is M&M, dog. I'm just, I, I mean, this is what I would drink anyway, but it's still, this is M&M, dog. I have a 40 ounce of the orange juice in it. Where'd you, where'd you find yeah. the 40? More pressed orange. No, no, it's not actually 40 ounce. It's just a can of LaRue. I have 40 ounces worth of it. So. What the fuck is Larue? It's um. What the fuck is Larue? It's a it's Thoreau. a light Larue. It's a cheap light Thoreau. beer from Vietnam. All of their beer they're like light four point five percent ABV Bilsners. This uh, is the one that's I, probably from around this area, owned by Heineken or something, is what we discovered. I think that was the research that yeah, Jason did. I think did. we discovered that they're almost all owned by Heineken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's one of the giant subsidiary uh, in bed, one of those boys. Yeah. So you guys drink nothing but Heineken, like like rip off it's Heineken, than Heineken basically. And it only costs ten thousand VND a can, which translates to forty cents. So six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars will last me a while. Mm. So you. Yeah, you guys want to do this stupid podcast thing? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah? Okay, cool, because it's already recording. I'm probably going to start it way before this when we actually (laughs) put it in there. Hi, everybody. This is Is It Worse Than 311. I'm R. Crow. Today I am joined again with Robo Slush, the Robert Slusher, and J-Mac. Jason. J-Mac, hi. We kind of did this a second ago, but hey, hey, what up? How's it going? You know, I, uh, I was super, super bored, good man. To, started, good to be on. Yeah, I started doing a podcast. That's how that's, it. that's how COVID's going, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Hey. It's uh, good to have you on. Good good to see you. Uh, Robert, whatever, with your pressed orange. Hey, dude, I'm just trying to stay, you know, relevant. That's all. Orange juice, beer. It's a new beverage. It's, it's not, not old at all. It's not mixing well with this this IPA that I'm... <laughs> It's really not mixing well at all, but I'm still drinking it. Well, that might have been a mistake on your end, but uh, I would not do what you got to do. It, you know, the the hop, the hops are kind of um, citrusy anyway. Okay, got you. It's like brushing brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. Ah, oh. uh, it's real similar. So. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? I uh, I wanted to I wanted to bring all of us together because we uh, I I know we all kind of like some of the same same hip hop and uh, there's this there's this guy I wanted to talk about uh, this <laughs> this uh you know DJ Double M the uh the Slim Shady Ken Kniff uh as it's as it's written on some of his newer albums 
Eminem. Uh, it's all smashed together. You see that? They did the. They hired. They hired yeah. like a pro- professional to do that. You know, that was like a, a designer that took the eye out of Eminem's name and then just smashed them together. So that it made like a little logo, but it's just, you've seen it, you know, like the, the how much do you think he, he, he paid him for that? Yeah. That artist, do you think that artist got 400 bucks for I ever having the Eminem <laughs> logo? I bet it was, I bet it was close to 600. <laughs> 600 seems to be a good go to number, you know, I don't know why. <laughs> the 600th tree. <laughs> just borrow maybe like three fifty, some like six hundred dollars from the U.S. government. Uh, here's a name I didn't know about Eminem: uh, Firecracker. He calls himself Firecracker in one of the songs, and I fucking died when I heard that shit. It's like, who wow. calls you that? Yeah, that is explosive, <laughs> man. Wait, is this a, is this an older name? Is this like DJ Butterfingers? Or is this yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think like, it's we like into okay. So his no, older no, days. no, no. I think it's post. I think it's earlier, but I think it's post. Like he knows Dr. Dre. I wish I, I should have written down what song it was because when I heard, I heard it, I just started. I was like, they call me Firecracker. Like, what the fuck. Ooh, Maybe he was thinking of that seminal record, Firestarter. What was that? I don't, Prodigy or something? Prodigy. Yeah, yeah Prodigy. That, that album rules, okay? The fucking Fat of the Land. Fat Such the a land. good album. Yeah. Classic. Uh, no one's hating on that. No one's uh, hating on that here, okay? Cool Keith. Cool Keith is on that album. I, I can't complain about any album with Cool Keith on it. I mean, maybe I should, but I can't. I mean... M- M- M talked about, you know, Cool Keith on one of those tracks that on the playlist. Talking about weird, but not did, as out there as cool. Did, did, did he? I, I missed that part. That's a, I feel like they did a song somewhere. I feel like somewhere out there there's a track that has Eminem and Cool Keith actually on it. Are you serious? No way. I could be totally pulling that out of my ass, uh, but I feel like somewhere... I bet there's an album where they at least do both do a guest spot. I bet it's probably tech so, nine. So, um, he has, he's Eminem is state has just recently stated because he's got a feud with, with poop snog. If you didn't know about this, I just school you real that's, quick. That's half so a lot Eminem of this. said and like what he said is like the weakest stuff. And what Snoop Dogg said, it was the weakest stuff, but he basically was like, I'm not allowed to compare myself to the old greats. And I'm going to say Cool Keith falls in that category. I feel like that man's been around forever. He's pr- he's definitely pre-Eminem. Uh, like, and he's just like the weirdest dude. He's just the weirdest dude, you know? So I don't, really Cool Keith and Eminem on a track, that would disturb me. But I, I, I feel like if it's happening, it's on a Tech 9 album somewhere. But uh, fucking... I'm not joking about that either. That's just like I'm, like Tech Nine brings in a lot of guests. He picks out a yeah. bunch of weird people. Him and Eminem have some crossroads there. I don't. I just. I don't think Cool Keith likes anybody. I don't think anybody likes Cool Keith. Like as a person, uh, I think Cool Keith actually has mental health problems. Like honestly, like yes. Cool Keith is an amazing rapper because of some of his actual mental health issues like he has a hard time with people he's like maybe on the spectrum you know like i think that he you know and that's what makes him probably difficult to work with but yeah i'm 
sure that that's what <laughs> makes him difficult to work with is the mental health. I've heard that uh, if uh, Cool Keith does a show, if you're like working for the venue or whatever, that one of the things he needs to have before he'll go on stage is pornography. Uh, backstage, dude has to watch porn in order to like get in the zone. The, the the black Elvis zone, the original black, the black Elvis. Elvis zone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's pretty lost in space. Dude, this would be such a better episode if it was about Cool Keith because I would have rather listened to that. <laughs> well, um, sorry. Uh, cool Keith, I think is is legendary. I mean, Danny Automators worked with him a bunch of times. Like, cock is. Oh, you're breaking up. Like, we might have lost all of that. With all of that, some of it. I heard some of it. Uh, Oh, just cool. Keith working with like Danny Automate. You know, putting out some records. A doctor, a gynecologist. Which just. it's it's almost like Dan the Automator's uh, Eminem to some degree with Cool Keith, just in the way that like Dan the Automator is probably the the way that most people know Cool Keith, or at least most of the like mm. people that aren't super into underground hip hop. The Doctor Octagonicologist album is going to be the one that they're going to know, and the Dan the Automator reference is like immediately there. Uh, yeah, still would have rather listened to Cool Keith than Eminem. So did you guys check out the you check out the play check out the playlist? I made a playlist, huh? Yeah. The the, the yeah. new Jax EP was shocking to me because of how much mm. of like a just straight rip stylistically it was of like uh Rapper's Delight or whatever the fuck that song is. Like like Melly Mel, I think, is the name of the rapper. Mm-hmm. But it's just like his style is exactly the same and I was like is this Eminem? And I mean, he's 16 years old. So what's a 16 year old going to do, but be a scrub on the mic. Like that's, I mean, (laughs) it's not fair to compare that to later stuff in his career, but I was fascinated to hear that completely different style and not having ever known it. Cause like all of my Michigan friends who are like Eminem heads, you know, are like quote infinite. If they're like deep cut Eminem fans and like quote, like the Marshall Mathers, if they're not right. But like, I had never heard that shit, and I was like, yeah, son, this shit is funny. And, <laughs> like, they're laughing during the record. Like, they are hot. Like they dropped the hottest lines. I was like, this is a Josh King freestyle rap. Like, this is my dude's <laughs> oh, rap. Yeah. Back and I'm like, why doesn't he have a record off some fucking EP like this? But And DJ Butterfingers as a name is just hilarious. And having it- to, like, explain that name during a rap is funny to me. So, I don't know. That was interesting. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's what you rap about as a 16-year-old, though, right? Like your the stories your, you got, your sweet pseudonym, and you're like, you're like street street story that you made up for yourself to be in what New Jacks, which all like Jacks, the name yeah. the name itself is like a reference to like basically the kind of music they were trying to rip off. So like, yeah, I. Uh, I don't. I questioned. I questioned if that was real. Mm. Uh, 
when I put it on the playlist, but the fact that DJ Butterfingers is mentioned in the uh, in the Wikipedia kind of made me yeah. be like, oh, well, I mean, there's the DJ Butterfingers right there. That's it's gotta be gotta be him. Gotta be his work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the soul intent, soul intent stuff. I think is more an example of what was happening with Eminem before getting famous that uh, I like it better, honestly. And the the only thing that was weird is when he starts trying to bring in, to me, it was like some of that like elements of soul and the, the more like flatlined R&B influenced hip hop stuff that starts to come out. But like uh, the soul intent stuff with the like hype ass, way too fast, 90s, bad hip hop beats kind of good uh his vocals suck his vocals fucking eminem's vocals suck right like the guy's voice is fucking obnoxious am i wrong <laughs> am i because I, I think he uses so many different voices when he raps depending on who he's trying to be he's talking about i feel like when he's spitting punchlines that are more whimsical or punny almost then you hear this kind of like bubbly you know and so i feel like the different voices versus rapping about wanting to kill kim or like that's a very different voice for me yeah i guess i i could see that uh i mean I think that it, I think that his 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 go his his voice when he's like early Eminem and he just he's not necessarily doing as many characters like what his voice his flat rate level voice is fine for me like I can deal with that because I was introduced to it through that voice but like his later stuff on like the Eminem show and a couple other places in, in the next two albums maybe encore he does the he does the like. Like he gets like higher, or like imitates like that puppet dog. <laughs> that puppet like, triumph. You talk about triumph. Like, yeah. like, triumph, the insult comic no. dog. Yeah, but like he For punches the dog on. in that music video on that YouTube playlist. He punches the dog, and like I know it's a joke, he was, but it's still just like, dude. Well, he was uh, mad at that dog. I remember that. I like back, he was like legit, like that. The the grown man was legitimately upset about the the puppet dog from the conan o'brien show with the reoccurring joke for me to poop on and that was literally the only joke the puppet had and eminem was mad about that shit like what? he fictionally beats it up in the music video he, he he beats it up but also he's you know he says he's always joking right he's never not is joking. he is that is that the because that that that's literally the only excuse I could come up with. So I I I assume that yeah, that's except for when he's making all those jokes about the guns that he keeps getting arrested for. It's it's like like after encore every album is him being like, Haha, I bought another gun, but no, I didn't because I'm not legally allowed to. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's and that's like the only crime that he has to commit too, because he's Eminem, and what the fuck else? I mean, is he gonna get busted with drugs? And like, no, no, he's gonna anything he does, he's gonna pay his fines. He's gonna walk away, you know. Fucking, 
Eminem. I'm just well, mad. he's not a gangster rapper either, right? So, I mean, you know what? He, I I think he wanted to be a juggalo. I want hundred percent. That's why. Put ICP on that flyer without asking. Yep. At, at least according to the wiki. And that's why out of nowhere his music all of a sudden starts to like talk about killing people left and right instead of being this like Detroit from the streets do nothing kind of like nothing really. If you see it like even in, in, in the, the change between infinite into Slim Shady there's a, a, like a very drastic change in the material that he's talking about. And the Slim Shady EP was kind of just after the time that Great Malenko had happened and the the record labels were not happy with the overly violent, shitty response, but it kind of seems like maybe they wanted something to take the place of ICP and they... <laughs> found somebody that really wanted ICP to hang out with him and then they dissed him. So slim anus. Not even a good diss. You know? No. <laughs> like that's like the fact that like like if I was a rapper and those guys tried to make fun of me, I would not react. There would be no clap back. There'd be nothing. It would be me going, "Who talked about what?" <laughs> okay. It's let them. That's cool. Great. I'm working with Dr. Dre and they've got clown makeup on. Fuck do I care? <laughs> nope. Nope. Not Eminem. He goes as far as to enact a whole skit in studio <laughs> where they are giving him oral sex. <laughs> I, I think throughout his <laughs> prolific career, nothing but attentive to feedback about him you know people's reception in his music he's gone out of his way time again to talk yeah and it's it's weird uh from like a a rapper point of view that that's like all he has to rap about i mean it's like like him talking about his career him talking about how he pisses people off with his career and then like single dad problems. <laughs> this is single dad rap. At least that's what it became. I, I liked this stuff when I was, you know, like I, I liked Marshall Mathers album. I, I thought it was thought it was good at the time. Um, I tried like listening to it, like actually listening to it maybe like a year or two ago when I was at work. And uh, and it wasn't just me. It was a couple other people. You know, you work in a kitchen. You get some people sitting. Oh, put on that album. Yeah, that album. I remember that shit. It was good. <laughs> put that on, right? And uh, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP is one of those ones that as soon as you put it on, you realize you've made a horrible fucking mistake, especially if you're in public. And, like, you have to turn that thing off. It's not okay to play. Uh, there's women, like, just screaming for their lives through half of that fucking album. I swear to God. <laughs> And uh, maybe I enjoyed that when, <laughs> when I was a teenager. I don't, I'm not really sure I knew what I enjoyed at this point when thinking about it because it's not an enjoyable thing to listen to uh, necessarily. It's, 
the first time I came across Eminem was probably like most people with, with Slim Shady and my name is. And I was a paper boy. So I had my CD player with Slim Shady, Rage Against the Machine, maybe System Down or oh, shit. You know, like I just had like, I had albums with swears on them. So, you know, like, listening to those albums personal and no one else would hear it. But if I were ever to put on a number of those albums in a coffee shop outside of the region you live in, I think people would lose their shit. You could probably put some harder stuff than Slim Shady on in a coffee shop in Seattle, but uh, most other places in America, hard no. But, you know, even, like, I could put on some, like, harder stuff than Eminem and I think Eminem might even come off as more offensive just because of like it's so clean and radio sounding and it's so clear and obvious that he's what he's talking about you know where a lot of other rappers it might be easier a lot of other like more hardcore rappers that like guys that I actually think might have been like shooting people and selling drugs and you know like are actually like scary human beings like their style of rap doesn't necessarily come off as clear whereas and also a lot of a lot of those people don't just have a woman screaming for her life throughout the entirety of the song like it's it's not that's not a normal thing you find in music and pop culture it's just not gonna happen uh, it's kind of surprising that it's so prolific since that's so much. It's, it's like the other the other thing uh, that surprises me with it is it. Um, so to me, Dr. Dre was like N.W.A. He did some stuff for Ice Cube maybe afterwards, you know, Easy E. He made Snoop Dogg. He did The Chronic and then he did the one or two Eminem albums, but I was entirely wrong. I'm stupid. Uh, Dr. Dre did all of that shit. Every single one of these albums is fucking Dr. Dre as executive producer. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he, I just figured he stopped because it got so not good. <laughs> and I uh, was wrong. So it's just like, not only, does Eminem add screaming women throughout the entirety of his? And that's a Dr. Dre thing too. That's that's uh, just wow, just wow. It just blows me away that that's what that's what I that's what that's what Dr. Dre did with his career. At a certain point in the in the two thousands, the guy just decided to stick with Eminem and write murder porn uh, but he wasn't wrong Crowder because he was the most selling the most record selling man of the 2000s in the world and in the 2010s he was the top selling male artist in the states like so the biggest music market in the world so I mean he, he paid for the right horse my dude if you're, if you're looking at it in terms of investment Just M&M like- was the correct choice just the shittiest poser fucking horrorcore I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> Ten albums all consecutively straight to number one. Yeah. Yup. 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 Yeah, he did that. Ten consecutive 
I, motherfucker. I mean, there I, must... I, I still wonder who bought these albums, first of all, because this is the thing, is his singles record is sort of interesting because it's like there's like the tracks that are like my name is. And my That's like the interior track where he's like, I lived a sad life as a poor kid in Detroit. I'm angry about how weird life can be. And like That's why I think the Slim Shady LP is amazing. But then he's got the like... You know the weird cringing ones like where he's like he's like making fun of christopher reeves who's like like what a target <laughs> michael jackson and like the peewee herman and just like irrelevant people but there are references that maybe his listeners will still get so it's well, like that's... and but then he has like white america which is like an actually decent song for a major pop star to be like Look at what America is. Look at the hypocrisy of attention and focus and and things like that. But then he goes right back to being like poo poo pee pee on the dance floor, like the next single. And so it's just like I can't take you seriously or any of your messages. It just seem goofy. Like the Wikipedia acts like he's like a, he's like an LGBTQ rights activist because in the New York Times of 2010 he said, "Oh yeah, I mean like." If they legalized uh, gay, mar- gay marriage in Michigan, I would support it because I don't see why two guys shouldn't be able to get married. They should be miserable together. I was like, so he said one thing, and now he's an LGBTQ, like, he's friends with Elton John. That's like being like, <laughs> my black friend, that makes me not racist. I mean, that, I don't know. He uh, let Sasha Baron Cohen sit on his head. It, yep, yep, that's a thing. Uh I, stunt, I, but a thing nonetheless. And you know that, like, that's something that I feel like he's said, uh, or like, uh, like the the LGBTQ community is something that he has supported from the beginning. But he also like, like, almost like he was forced to because he uses the the f word so much, and and uh, also like sometimes almost in a in a substitution for the n word. Uh, which is kind of weird, but, uh, the, the whole thing that comes back, the, what's the, what's the song where he says, uh, there's no reason why a man and another man can't elope. I think it's off the Marshall Mathers. It might be the Slim Shady song, but then like immediately after. Like he says it, it's in, it's in the it, that's his rap, but then somebody in the studio goes, yeah, 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 no, 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 but we're gonna add, Ugh. <laughs> right after you say that, okay? So like, <laughs> we're we're like balancing on the fence here, you know? We're we're okay with it, cause it, but like, Ugh. oh no, fuck <laughs> That what what movie is that where where it starts off with him talking about how he's gay? Uh, I read this in the Wikipedia. It is the interview about North Korea starring Seth Rogen and yeah. Uh, what's that one guy that touches people? Have disappeared. Franco James. Yeah, James Franco. He touches. James he Franco. Touches. He touches I people. I think he, he got me, he got me too. I mean, I thought I thought he was just texting fifteen-year-olds or something. Oh, that's Chris Delia. 
But I mean, <laughs> maybe it's James Franco too. I, Who knows? I thought it was Drake. I thought it was Drake. Some 15-year-old's like, who this? Is it Drake? Fucking James Franco, bitch. I'm sure it's a lot of people in Hollywood. So, I mean, it's, you, you, you missed the mark, but I don't, you might not have. You could easily be correct. I, I'm not the holder of all these informations. <laughs> you could guys going to the big Hollywood party later? No, I was going to text some 15-year-olds. Fucking... <laughs> Yeah, I got millions of dollars of fucking fifteen-year-olds is who I should be texting. <sighs> oh fuck! <laughs> I bet Eminem texts some fifteen-year-olds. So all right, all right. So yeah, he he's, he's millions and millions sold. Number one record all the time. Who buys this shit, dude? It is Trailer Park Single Dads. Okay, there's a lot of them in the middle of America, and that is who has to be buying this shit, right? I mean, uh, that's just my asshole opinion. It's I mean, after came out against Bush and then rapped against Trump a couple of different times. Oh, the news. So, you know, uh, and uh, I was trying to get Eric to do a review, uh, my homie Eric, to do a review of the the newest album. Uh, Mm. Some Mm. of my favorite stuff that I listened to uh, through this was the the music to get murdered by the the first one that he put out this or last year, I guess, 2020. Yeah, Uh, it was actually some some of the more enjoyable stuff that uh, we had there. Whoa, whoa, did we lose Robert? I'm back. Okay, whatever. Uh, he actually, like... I, when he... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I got... Oh, just... I don't... I don't love his relationship uh, drama. Hearing about, like... Mm-hmm. His abusive life. Not that mm-hmm. that's not a relevant topic. Not that people don't relate. Because they do. But... I just personally those aren't the tracks that i enjoy the most i feel like they have weaker hooks that last longer and that his verses in them are angry instead of trying to punch line or battle rap well and and, and that's I like a, that more i i 100 agree with that um he generally like doesn't attack it as much and when he get to those kind of songs where he's talking about like personal family problems and stuff like that it, a the problems are all kind of like uh dude you made that whole situation yourself like don't even fucking like what the hell is that you're mad at her because she had your kid and like okay i there's other ways to remove yourself from this situation, but when his it's his flows suck. It's like he doesn't even go about doing it in a good fucking way. It becomes more like almost like he went into the studio and was like, "Oh, I got yelled at because I didn't take the trash out, and now I'm gonna write a laundry list in this rap about I woke up today and they told me to take out the trash, but I didn't want to, and then they told me to anyway, and I did. You know, like, and it just like progresses like that. Like this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and now all of a sudden she's in the trunk, and you want your kid to help you throw her over the pier. Uh, and there's, uh, there's better ways to go about doing that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, some people might talk shit about uh, Tyler the Creator doing it, 
crying about his dad in a blog because his music sucks type of shit, you know, but, uh, I don't know. A a lot of his stuff doesn't come off where it literally sounds like a story (laughs) of him talking about having a shitty abusive life. It's more of like a, here's something you can relate to. Now let's carry on with this song. That's not specifically just about this. Uh, Again, apparently it worked for Eminem, but apparently it worked for Tyler, the creator, too. So I don't I, I think mean, storytelling is an important part of the game. Absolutely. I don't think M's good at it. <laughs> I, I don't. I think that that is one part that uh, in that way, in that way, I think the creating a mm. fantasy realm and doing the whole like horror core kind of making up slim shady type of thing works works for him. The, which would also, I, I think that that's kind of a thing that it's got to be exhausting and uh, it's it's got to be really hard to keep up with. Coming out of the Marshall Mathers thing, that was there was a decline, like a, I think, and I think most people thought that there was like a quick decline right after that. And uh, he was, that was when you got a lot more of those like songs that they they almost wanted to be more like pop songs that had like. A message it was like like he was like oh man i did all these like joke raps that were violent as slim shady i want people to actually take me seriously and it just it, it just doesn't suit him as well um and then kamikaze came out like a couple years ago and it was all diss tracks and it i thought it was an improvement i mean when i was listening through all of this uh because it fit with his flow because the idea and the energy and everything fit with how he can spit. Um, cause he can, he, he's the guy can freestyle. He can totally flow. I think some of the fast rap shits bullshit. I think some of that is like very much him written out and it, he's not exactly as fast as a lot of his fans say that he is. And he doesn't actually do it very much. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the family drama stuff. That weird. track, Lucky You, on Kamikaze. Great. The Joiner Lucas first, first, also really great. Most of that album. Uh, I, I just, I, he never got the, the beats were never as good, I never thought. Mm-hmm. After Marshall Mathers. Uh, okay. For me. Uh, the the newer stuff, some of it's <clears throat> works better, but uh, it's still kind of like base level. Oh, I don't. There's there's nothing that stands out for me, which is a problem uh, for me to listen I, to. It. For, the problem for I, me to I, listen to it I prefer to continue. His, I pre- prefer his newer stuff. I mean, this the music to be murdered by a side. I didn't listen to the B side. But I'm like I pref- I'm glad that he decided to go away from his feeling about his production style, the Dr. Dre Eminem beat style, which is like often like horny old classic rock or '80s rock samples that don't work and aren't good. And it, you're playing a sample of a song on on played out radio. And then playing it out 
as your beat, and you're the guy that makes fun of the corny ass guys that do corny ass shit. And I just feel like. Well, it's, it's too not just much for me, man. It's, it's not just that. That's what that's what I meant too when I'm talking about how like there's that span in between from like Marshall Mathers to like more recent stuff. There, a lot of that sampling shits on Kamikaze too, but Kamikaze is when it starts to make the change to better stuff. I think beat wise, sixteen years. Uh, you're right. Uh, yeah, I, that's <laughs> but, but that's his career, Crowder. <laughs> but it's not just that he samples like a bad rock song it's that like it's almost like they sample the bad rock song in order for you to be like yo they sampled that bad rock song because they take the part that you would recognize immediately they use like the whole fucking hook you know like that there's one song that literally starts off as heart it's this it's the song by uh, some song by heart <coughs> the fucking chorus of it just plays and that's like it's sped up and that's the beginning of your song is you just played heart are you trying to appeal to my mom? I, like, one of the most Aerosmith famous tracks. Song, like, which which one? Which which song? Um, <laughs> it's on the Eminem show. It was like one of the hit singles. You know, I think I made a note of it, too, because there I was making notes as I was listening through. It was like, this is just this song. And I and I can't find it. it There's like that it one Rihanna song, of dude. Hook of the chorus. Like, so bad. Oh, fuck. Fucking. Uh, and, and like, that's that's the stuff where uh, was it earlier today? Yesterday, Robert, I sent you the text and said, I just wish that like him and. Tech Nine and Buster Rhymes had a producer that would be like, you got to cut the corny shit out. That's the corny shit that I'm talking about with fucking Eminem. Like, if if somebody would just be like, hey, that's cool that you guys made that. <laughs> but, you know, this album's already got 17 tracks on it. Does it need 18? So can we skip that? His, I mean, when justification you're for still using the F word, as we said, or gay or whatever is that like in the underground rap community that freestyle rap it's just a word they use and i know some of those dudes like i went to college with some of these guys and they're like they're like on the youtube video with a million views it's like rapper owns other rapper and like most of them are like sort of embarrassed of what they used to be you yeah. know, yeah, like, no, I, like we don't say that anymore when we destroy a rapper on freestyle rap battles. We changed <laughs> our behavior. So it's like his justifications for what he is today in 2020 at music to be murdered by is still corny. It's like, dog, you're 48. <laughs> for somebody with such verbosity, he knows other words that he could use. Truth. Yeah, and that's just for, it's for effect and his listeners. Did, did you guys come across the Tyler the Creator beef at all when you were looking at any of this? Because that's a yeah, and like but it's like from this, 2018. That's exactly what was a, my my whole point was going to be was and I uh, I felt kind of bad because I I feel like the lyric was referencing the fact that Tyler uses that word all the time, but um. It didn't work right, you uh, know. It just it just didn't come off right. Plain and simple. 
Well, so, also, that's like a white person saying black people use the N-word. I mean, I'm not saying that because Tyler's gay, he can say that hatefully and in a shitty way. But, like, it's not the same. I, I also feel like, was 2018... I feel like 2018 still had some confusion if whether or not Tyler was gay. Like entirely. I thought that's when Flower Boy came out. Maybe. I, oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Right. But, like, I still feel like Flower Boy wasn't as, like, he hadn't said anything, and it wasn't as obvious as, like, Igor was. Uh, okay. You know, especially, like, Flower Boy, he's still referring to uh, relationships with women. If you lyrically, you know, whereas the lyrics for Igor, Igor are very specifically towards another man or about another man. If you go and you read them like that, that album is about two men in love, uh, fucking, or three men or so, you know, like it's questionable what that album's about, but, uh, I, I love Igor. I think that that's like a great change for, for an artist as far as, uh, I, at first, I didn't. The, my first listen through, I didn't really get it, and like after that, like I just kept putting that album on all throughout 2019 or whatever. But yeah, but still, either way, uh, the that that Eminem should not Eminem should Eminem shouldn't be using that Eminem shouldn't be saying that word. That not that just not in 2018. He should have he should have stopped that and. And not be complaining about it on his album in rebuttal <laughs> in 2020. It, like, so one of the other things, like if you're going to be, you're talking about censorship. This man has been interviewed by the federal government, the FBI, etc., Secret Service for saying he's going to, you know, punch Ivanka Trump and fuck Trump, I'd kill him and whatever, or like George Bush stuff like that. Like, hey, man, that's heroic, right? That's heroic censorship. But, like, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about is people always bring up cancel culture. He mentions cancel culture on his most recent album. And it's like these powerful people who are attacking weak people. It's like, dude, no one's canceling you. Like, if you <laughs> touch a three-year-old, you touch a three-year-old. You're in power, and you use that power to hurt someone. That's why people are mad at you because you're, you're insulting this whole community, this vibrant group of people who are beat up for no reason by strangers. That's why people are canceling you or upset with your stupid words. It's just such a stupid argument. And he's been doing that for 22 years. Uh, you, you know why I think Eminem's getting canceled? Isn't because of the stupid words, though. I think Eminem's getting canceled because he keeps insisting on sampling ABBA for his fucking beats. Okay? <laughs> ABBA rocks though, so uh, I don't mean any. Yeah, when it's not being sampled. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's the thing. Who doesn't love ABBA? Long. I mean, why wouldn't you love ABBA? No, no. <laughs> Nothing sounds. There's 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 not another band out there that sounds like ABBA. Um, fantastic group, man. I I love ABBA more than so much more than Eminem. 
It's a... Uh, uh-huh. You know what else? Kind of like the Carpenters. Like, not as much as ABBA. They're not as good. I like the Carpenters. Carpenters, pretty good. Uh, uh, uh-oh. I'm, the Carpenters? <laughs> give me a single here. I'm on top of the world looking down on creation. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what's the... the Superstar. Superstar is the big, the big Carpenters song. Uh, Don't you remember you told me to love me, baby? You know that song? You know that one? I, I think so. Dude, I nailed it. Did you hear yes. that? My yeah, neighbors wonder. <laughs> My neighbors are like, what the fuck happens down there? It's like, once a week, I have like an hour and a half long conversation that's just nonsense about like the worst fucking music that I don't listen to, except for like leading up to this. So for like a day or two, they hear this music and then I this happens and then I'm just quiet. Like I don't have people come over. There's COVID and shit, you know, as far as these people know, until I started doing this, I was like a hermit. I'm like a shadow that like scuttered along and fucking disappeared when they would come outside, like fucking hiding in the shadows. King rat style. Yeah. Poor neighbors. Poor neighbors. Um, I think Eminem is an interesting artist to a degree. You know, in the end of, 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 of all of it, to a certain way, because you know he did his he did his thing, and he keeps, and he keeps doing his thing, and people still want to buy his product. So, like, if you're a product that can make literally every record about you upset about the review of the last record, and then release another record, I mean that's ad infinitum, right? Like, you cannot. You don't have to stop making records because at any point there's gonna be one guy like me or the two of you or or someone's sister who's like, man, because he'll kill murder someone's sister, right? He does. I'm sure he's killed a sister in a rap at some point. I don't remember which track it is. I apologize. But you know, I mean he's twenty-two years in and I mean I guess he could be considered old head rap for like young people now, right? Like it's weird to say it, but <sighs> Uh, statistically people stop buying new music around their mid 30s because of other life activities Uh, so maybe M's audience is going to stop buying music (laughs) I mean you know if if he caught the 15 to 22 year olds and Two years later than 37. And like that's still my guy. Like it's like it's like people that still vote for Mitch McConnell. Like that's my guy. It is is he that guy? This guy. That's my guy. Hey, hey now, hey now. We're we're Eminem is not to Aesop Rock, so (laughs) yeah, because Aesop's still putting out decent material. Okay. I should have said Chuck, okay? I'm sorry, my bad. He's supposedly more liberal than conservative. Maybe MBD, homie. I was just going to say, I don't picture Eminem rigging any elections, but, uh, oh, what? Kentucky recount, what? Huh? What? what? Were they looking at the wrong voting machines? What? No. Anyways, uh, 
Uh, what were we talking about? Mitch McConnell, there's no way that that fucking vampire turtle is a fucking actually pulling in votes for anybody and he totally rigged that shit? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, is he Pan's Labyrinth? Is that where he came from? Motherfucker, give me my money. I want more than $600. God, what an evil man, dude. He I outsmarted forgot what Eminem I was talking about. I forgot what I was talking about. So I hear Eminem stumping for the Georgia uh, senators. Probably. Uh, is that Kid? I, I, I did not hear that. Kid Rock, you, you, I think I think you've made the easily the easy confusion between Eminem and Kid Rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're both from Michigan. Shit. Wow. wow. One if of you, them was rich and one of them was poor. If you look, if you look, uh, not true. Uh, they're both rich. Um, if you look no 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 one of them started out rich literally too isn't kid isn't rock Ki was rich isn't kid rock's name richie or some shit like that i don't know whoa but he's like from like what's the what's the wealthy suburb like rochester like farmington Hills or, or some shit yeah it's yeah and there's a the house is like huge and like he, he put on that like redneck hillbilly persona as like if a you, thing if Whereas you uh, like literally was a poor person if you uh okay yeah 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 Robert James Ritchie there okay Ritchie's his last name Robert James Bob James Bob don't Jim. trust him he has three first names <laughs> oh Bob Jim Bob Jim Rich Bob Jim Dick Bob Jim Rich. I'm gonna rob Jim Rich <laughs> uh, if you look there's a video the first the first music video that Eminem ever appears in I'm not sure that he's on the song I I. I don't remember the name. It's like do do diddy do wop diddy or some shit like that. It's weird. I'm, I'm looking at my notes. I guess I didn't write it down. I thought I did, but uh, uh, the one of the guys is wearing a Kid Rock shirt because back then Kid Rock was like a you know like a Detroit thing. Like like there was there was a minute there where where Kid Rock was supposed to be a like a, a rapper. <laughs> yeah, I think I just yeah. threw yeah. my Anderson? mouth saying it. No, did you say Noel Anderson? Three foot nine with a six uh, foot. No, I said dick. before. What was the name Pamela of his buddy that Anderson. was a little person? Yes, before Pamela Anderson. Yes, yes, before Noel Anderson. This is how the the podcast goes. By the way, there's a reason I don't have any listeners. Uh, <laughs> I'm, su I'm surprised Robert like came back to do awesome. another one. Uh, I enjoy it. This is this is my life now. <laughs> you're, you're all sucked in. Podcasting, talking about Eminem. Yep. And I just get... Uh, we I can't believe you selected Phil Smash Mouth day. after He's Tame Impala. I know you keep missing Smash Mouth for whatever choice option list. Smash Mouth like, was supposed to be episode two. Smash Mouth and Eminem. Smash Mouth was supposed to be episode two originally. Um, oh, okay. The only band that we could get, homie, that that would the 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 guy that originally said that Three Eleven is the worst band ever, which we don't agree with. The only band that we could get him to say, yeah, maybe they're they're worse than Three Eleven is Smash Mouth, and so they were supposed to be the second episode, and we just kept putting it off and kept putting it off and kept putting it off because, I mean. Hey, well, uh, okay, so because so Smash Mouth? well, because Stokes is a busy person, you know, um, he's got a, a wife, 
and and because yes, Smash Mouth, because it's Smash Mouth. I I actually had a <laughs> since, since you brought it up, I and I never got to talk about it. I had kind of a hard time tell, deciding if I thought that Smash Mouth was worse than Three Eleven. Um, just saying they are. I think they are. But I had a. Okay, really? that was a big cliffhanger, my dude. That was the longest ellipses <laughs> I have experienced in days, my dude. Fucking, <laughs> like, like I, but I'm not kidding either, because like, uh, like actually, like skimming through their album, listening to some of it, it was like, no, you know, um, th- some of this is actually this is just like a band. This is just like a ska band, and like, it's only as offensive as ska music is. And it's it doesn't have any of the like stupid three eleven <laughs> the stupid three eleven groove and like the bad gu- guitar tones and the like like bad rapping I guess so like there was elements of it that I appreciated a little a little tiny bit more than than elements that I appreciate a three eleven three Smash Mouth is fucking disney music man that stuff sounds like it's coming off the disney channel uh yeah it's just (laughs) just shit it's just so fucking bad i i would listen to all of eminem's discography again before listening to smash mouth Uh uh-huh what what was that song was it like walking on the sun yeah, 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 and and the the you mean the one that's not the um, all star, right? That's that's what you're, t- you're you mean the the not all star song. Go play? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Everything else I think they put out was a was a cover. I mean, they put out their own singles, but all the other famous ones were covers. <laughs> so. Uh, what what what's yep, looking at the discography they made music until 2012 they're still a band <laughs> i mean i guess yeah sure but i i think they they played um the main writing guy quit but they did they wrote they wrote something new after that and then um i think they were one of the first bands that played covid that's <laughs> <laughs> be like a historic of like from now on you know uh where, where you man i saw them during covid you know <laughs> okay. oh because they're just so positive their energy is so because <laughs> they're just uh yeah their energies fight off the super spreader events the fucking uh i don't know they're able to help social distance <laughs> They're... have a social oh, distance no. concert with people in their own little bubbles. Jason, do you actually listen to any 311 as an aside? Because I know it's just the joke of the podcast, but like, I feel like everyone that is a podcast 311. No. <laughs> Was that a good for you? <laughs> when I was at Grand Valley, like, ended up having. <laughs> I'm 
I mean, I, I, I think that like 311 kind of sucks. I don't, I don't. Are you saying you saw them live? Or... No, no, <clears throat> no. Some guy like basically. I feel like I feel like I can't hear you very well at all. Actually, the best band ever. It's, did you just say 311's the best band ever? <laughs> All right. Well, that's so. what this guy was trying to convince me about. I've <laughs> I've never actually met these people, but I think they exist. I I got a, a a message not long ago of a friend of mine on Bumble, and it was uh, in the guy's info. It, it said. Uh, like avid 311 fan. It was like like third thing in there, you know. Walks on the beach. I I work for Amazon. I'm an avid 311 fan, and I've can't imagine that being part of your personality. <laughs> it's chill. I mean, these are the kind it's of chill. YouTube comments that say. Uh, like tell a story in this way two sentences i heard this song with my boyfriend in 2008 now we're married this is the name of my child so <laughs> the, the, the I, name amber the kid's name is amber it's, how did you know <laughs> it was just the color of your energy uh, uh huh? no huh? Oh, is that what I'm drinking? The energy of 311, delicious. Uh, J Mac, I think Discord froze. I've just got this like picture of you. St- unless you, <laughs> unless that's where you're at, staring at the. Unless uh, he's being abducted by an alien. The you guys got that out there? Lots of lots of alien abductions in, in Vietnam. Okay, all right. Well. That's not exciting. That's not what I wanted from you. I wanted you to tell me otherwise. I mean, I just have the truth. Yeah, sometimes that's required. This wasn't it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So did you have a particular record that you enjoyed that, that, like, like a specific record of songs or like a specific song that you would be like, that's a song I would take with me. Because from Poop Song, I am playing Vato on my own personal playlist. Mm. That song's tight. <laughs> like, way to go, Poop. You poop hard, dude. And I just, yeah. I, for, I mean, like, so I suppose like back in the day, I would have said, listen to Slim Shady. Yeah, LP. Sorry, listen Oh, you're back. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I uh, I, I like. <laughs> I'd say people should listen to the Marshall Mathers LP, the first one. That's like a thing. Um, historically, like, like, culturally, that's that's like a. As far as rap Cringe. is concerned, yeah, man, it's cringy as fuck. But you should listen to it. You should listen to it. Uh, it fits into a history somewhere. Maybe just because of Dr. Dre. Uh, 
the sound. Also, in my notes, by the way, uh, as soon as we get to the Dr. Dre production stuff, the first thing that I wrote is, this is cartoon rap. Fuck this. So... (laughs) That was my notes. We're talking Slim Shady LP right off the bat. This is cartoon rap. That was what my fucking... uh, I also, like, I I wondered... There was another note that I I just now noticed that I forgot that I wrote. Dr. Dre wants to be Prince Paul uh, with all the skits and the comedy and shit. Uh, He wishes... Holy fuck, he like Prince Paul wishes he had the like popularity and the like style to some degree. I doubt Prince Paul wishes he has the style of Dr. Dre, but maybe, maybe. Yeah, he's a great producer. He could have done it if he wanted. For sure. Yeah, yeah, no, he yeah, absolutely. Uh so I don't know. Uh yeah, what is there anything I would take with me? No, not really. I'd put some stuff from Marshall Mathers. LP on something. I don't, uh, yeah, no, there was nothing, man. There was nothing. There was nothing I wanted to listen to again. No, none of it. You? No. I mean, <laughs> I, I can go back to Slim Shady and listen to it uh, because I, I'm fascinated by the album. But like, that would be like a re- that would be like a revisit for like some sort of self-deprecating nostalgia you know and to do a degree but like also you know once in every two three years maybe revisit the album for a, for a chill but not i would never take a track from his discography and place it on something right. i commonly listen to you know what i'm full of shit uh when you said like is there like a song or what uh yeah um kill you Kill You and Drug Ballad both, I think, are fucking bangers, even though they have big problems. Big, big problems. Big, big, big problems. Uh, so, yeah. These are both Marshall Mathers? Yeah, they are. Uh, they sure are. And that might, again, be the nostalgia trip kicking in. Or I just like the... I just like that era of Dr. Dre, I guess, the early 2000s right before it really dropped off which going back and revisiting it doesn't do it a lot of justice either at the time though like at at the time when that shit was coming out that was the sound you know for rap yeah I mean forgot about Dre which is not an Eminem song off of the early stuff is more enjoyable for me some of his other singular tracks on other things. Then that's what Chronic 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was Dr. Like Dre and Eminem made 99? a career off of complaining about having gaps between albums. <laughs> 2001 was like I came back after the Chronic, and then he did it again. Like ten years later, Dr. Dre dropped the same album, and then ten years later, he did it again. Uh, no, you know well, the, where you're where you're missing it though is he tried to do it again ten years later. They put out three singles and then they stopped. They pulled the album and did not put the fucking thing out. So <sighs> that's real. And the last album was um, like half a soundtrack, half like a compilation that Kendrick Lamar put together. Out of stuff from Dr. Dre that was abandoned from the last album, I think. 
I think that's how that works. I don't really know. Oh, I didn't realize it was original material. Really? The one with like, the Hollywood Boulevard sign in the background? Compton? The album's called yeah, Compton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's, it's decent. It's an okay. It's an okay. It, for to to me, that was a mediocre Kendrick album. <laughs> that what? That's it. That's not a bad Brutal. thing. Hey, bro, I, no, I, I mean, know, but like it's Dr. Dre. Yeah, and <laughs> it's a <laughs> wrecking crew, motherfucker. Go put your jumpsuit back on. Wear some sequins, piece of shit. Fuck you. Fuck you and your wannabe part of two live crew dancing ass. Fuck you, Dr. Dre. <laughs> you got like four albums that I love. Bless ya. Fuck your career, bro. Fuck beats. Uh All fuck the headphones. You, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck what you stand for. <clears throat> fuck you, Dr. Dre. Easy E. Dylan, I like it when rappers die. come back and they're jacked, you know? They got the, like, Dre's, Dre was a big swole. dude, but, like, like oh, in the last yeah. 10 years, like, whenever you see him, he's swole, son. He's huge. Dre's, Dre's he's one like of those, 100 pounds heavier, man. Dre's one of those guys that looks like, like he was, like, kind of fat, with, like, fat on top of muscle, and then, like, he didn't lose the shape of the fat, but just turned it all into, like, like muscle, yeah, yeah, like, 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 like the pot belly six pack. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yep. But it's that, <laughs> it's that shirt puff, though. You know, when you see these dudes and like their clothes don't fit anymore in the shoulders specifically, like the shoulder bicep area, and it's just like shocking. Because like you see people put on you know regular American weight and they're just larger around their stomach area, so it's weird seeing the that shift to that area, you know? I don't know. It's strange. <laughs> I haven't seen this guy in 10 years. Why does he look so that way? In that one video in the play vi- playlist, it's like a bunch of scenes of him fucking working out and shit. <laughs> I mean, what else and you driving. Gonna, you got time yeah. to, right? You got, it's not like you got to be sure. like to work. Fucking... Uh, you know, Busta Rhymes, Busta Rhymes and uh, KRS-One are like. I feel like, like Doctor Dr. Dre got buff, and then Busta kind of got like, like buff, but like fat on top. Uh, yeah, and then like KRS-One's like the next evolution of that, where he's like old and kind of buff, but also fat. <laughs> like their bodies are just like putting on more mass and it doesn't really matter if it's like human form it's just like uh, barrels of muscle and wrap <laughs> yeah it's tight respect <laughs> man I feel like uh, for Busta it was a very dramatic change to be so much because he was always like kind of lanky yeah yeah, and then like three years passed, and all of a sudden he was buff, and then like three years passed, and all of a sudden he was fat on top of it. <laughs> what was he was wearing like? Oh man, he came out on stage like a few years ago yeah. wearing some like knockoff brand shit, and I loved it. I can't remember. It was like a sweatsuit, and like 
the media grabbed a hold of it for a half second there, and all I could think was like, that is fucking great. I love the idea of Busta Rhymes. <laughs> like, Busta probably has millions of dollars, right? You would think, still, probably. Uh, wearing... He still puts he put out an album this year, and it was okay. And it was, I I like Busta Rhymes. I thought it was a good Busta Rhymes album. Uh, now a good Busta Rhymes album is not exactly a great album, per se, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Busta can rap fast and proves it multiple times throughout his career. Busta's- unlike Eminem, who just picked it up out of nowhere and does it. Four times. Five. So, no, I feel there are a lot of instances of. There, so, like, before Rap God, I couldn't really find any. Rap God happens, there's not a lot of other stuff on the album that's like that. And then there's, like, short burst, like, like, like a measure. Or like the beginning of a measure where he'll like start it out kind of like and then go back to his regular pace. Uh, the new the music to be murdered by the first like third of that of that has some actual fast rap in it. It's 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 decent. I, he does it well. The, the new one. The closing track on that first the A side of that also has that. I must have skipped the the. I must have been going through it and been like, "Man, there's no there's no more fast rap after," because that definitely happened. Right when I hit play on that album, uh, at that point, I was kind of like, "Well, I want to know if he raps fast." It's been years, and I can't find a lot of actual stuff with him doing it, you know, or like actually carrying it on. Um, and then uh, hit and play on it. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, he's doing it. He does it. He does it. Skip the track. He does it. He does it. And then after, like, it falls off in the album, I must have just not listened to the last song because probably just like, nope, 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 nope. It happens. Um, so he had Ed Sheeran <laughs> yeah. and Boney Bear on tracks. Is he Taylor Swift? That rubbed me the wrong way. Do you, what? Why? Why do you hate Taylor Swift? Just what the fuck? And Ed Sheeran was. It was just just. I mean, like I get that he's cheese, but like I was like, what? Why? Dude? I know he's like Ed Sheeran's like the like he's probably like the most selling white R&B artists or whatever he's considered. But I, like, I, what? I, I don't even, other than Taylor Swift, I don't know Ed Sheeran at all. I could not spot a song. I, I know, I'm sure I've tried to listen to it, like, just as like a, just to, like, know it. Mm. So yeah. You don't know Ed Sheeran, but you do, though, because you've heard it. I didn't know Ed Sheeran either until I was like Ed Sheeran. And then it was like, oh my God, this is him. And this is him. And this is him. And this is him. And I'm like, oh. Huh. Eminem also. I felt that way about that Bruno Mars. I couldn't believe when I, when I found that shit. 
I, uh, yeah, I forgot about Bruno. I skipped. Yeah, that was really I, harsh. I almost, I feel like, I think that album had a song with Lil Wayne. And, uh, that was a Royce to 5'9 Bad Meets Evil track, too, wasn't it? Dude, yeah, dude, Royce to 5'9 and M have such good. As that was one. I rushed through that album when I was re-listening because I remember kind of liking it when it came out because it was a little bit more of that harder style for Eminem that he had kind of not done in a minute. And, uh, yeah, I, I kind of skipped through it. Uh, I, I wish I hadn't now so that I could comment a little bit more because <laughs> the Royce the 5'9 is uh, a little, little more respectable, I think, in the game than Eminem. To some degree. Uh, Bruno Mars did not expect that at, at all. That's a guy I don't expect very often, actually. But he's the kind of guy that Eminem would be fun of in my mind. Big time. Like, didn't he? Sure. Uh, I, I don't know. I you know, I don't. I really don't know. I, I might be thinking of another rapper, but I think I, 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 all I can Mars. think of is, is Tyler the Creator. That's who I keep thinking of. Oh, you might be right. I feel like maybe DeAntwert said something about Bruno Mars too, but who, you know, who cares what DeAntwert says? I don't know. M does evidently. Does he? Is yeah. He was did, he was one of the dislist guys. That's not surprising. That's, but. Because that nin- ninja, nin- that's his name, right? Ninja. Kind the of word is the tightest shit ever. <laughs> is that, let's do a D'Antwerp. Uh, oh. Uh, you know, I keep trying to get Wilcox to do the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, D'Antwerp, that's the topic right there. That's the one that will get him to come on. It was to waste his time for an hour and a half to, or so. yeah, to, come, to come on. Yeah. The <laughs> is so South African famous that they got put into the fourth film by the most famous South African director. Neil I like Chappie. <laughs> Really, it's just a better film. <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked it. <laughs> it's like, it's, <laughs> uh, I like Chappie. <laughs> so, so I like Chappie. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that movie was hot garbage. But hey, oh, man, so good. I like that guy's style. Fucking tight. And you know, it was whatever, but. I liked it, you know, for a long D'Antwer music video, it was time. It's a ninja. Ninja, who plays ninja, <laughs> teaches the robot to be ghetto white trash in South Africa. Oh, it's a robot, you guys. It's a robot, right? It's a robot, and it was smart, but it was like a baby. And it got left with D'Antwer. And they taught it to be Zeph. 
fucking great movie. How is that not a great movie? <laughs> oh man. Oh, didn't like. It's like this is like chat. I feel like I, I don't know that this happens in that movie, but I feel like it does. Does Chappie shoot at people while holding a gun sideways? Is that a thing? I feel like that's a thing. Is that it might be. Johnny? Johnny, is that, oh wait, am I, I might just be thinking a short circuit. <laughs> was Chappie just short, was Chappie short circuit three? I think so. We're onto something I here. I keep having to use the internet Writers. to find out what you guys are talking about. Short, you don't know short circuit? Oh, no, yeah. I don't know it. Man, Johnny Five Alive, man. Yeah, you should probably with the Warriors and shit. You should probably go watch both of the Short Circuit movies like as soon as you can. Oh, the, okay, yeah, maybe I do. Nineteen eighty-six is my birth year, so this would have dropped right then, which would have mean if I thought my family would have been showing it. If your family had like cable television you had tbs or something it was probably on like every other month you probably saw it as a kid and just didn't even care i recognize that i do no that robots iconic johnny five they and one of them he gets like spray painted with like a like a fake mohawk he's got like chains he's punk rock right he's like but like like 80s new york punk rock you know, tight. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's like the Foot Clan, sort of like hanging out with the Foot Clan in the first Ninja Turtles movie. Or as J Max said, um, the, the Warriors. So, question: <laughs> Are you planning on doing a Doom episode? Because I want to be a part of that. Rest in peace. <laughs> because We're I can't believe MF Doom is dead three months ago. <sighs> And he's such a better rapper than Eminem. And also, how did he die the same way he lived? Amazing. Unknown. Hidden. <laughs> Hidden behind the mask, my dude. On, on Halloween. October 31st. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. I, I seriously, I think he's been dead for years. And yeah, I'll do a Doom episode. I, I love Doom. So that's a... Uh... If you want to do a Doom episode, I mean, you know, it's really if I can just this whole thing is how how can, how often can I get somebody to do this? You know, so because um, I uh, I originally had a bet that I wouldn't make it past seven episodes. This is eight. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So I got um, a twofer I'm here twice. <laughs> So, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to do an episode on what were we just talking about that thing, uh, what were we just saying? I, I, I literally just get progressively more drunk and stoned. This is my day. This is how I do the show is I, I, I use this as an excuse for me to casually drink. So since I don't casually drink as much as I used to, I end up, uh, wasted by the end of this look at that robert's gone he just left he's like all right now we're now we're I, seeing how sad this is you're gone too aren't you i'm back here that makes some heavier beer 
most of it is just like it's just water. Are you guys uh or what's the what's the liquor laws like over there? You got you got booze, yeah? Laws. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like five dollars for a bottle of vodka or like seven dollars for a bottle of whiskey. And it's like Is it uh, water? Depending on what you buy, yeah. Okay. You can, yeah. I mean, you can buy like American spirits and foreign spirits, but like the actual Vietnamese spirits, you can buy a twenty-four Pretty pack cheap. of beer for like a hundred eighty k if you get it at the right place, which is uh, what's that like seven dollars, eight bucks? Yeah. But the, they don't put a cap on the alcohol limit or anything, do they? Like, what? Uh, like, no, what you can not drinking. There's no drinking age. I mean, children are on motorcycles, and I feel like I see kids drinking beers. I mean, like, 14-year-olds easily are smoking cigarettes. Our friend is a teacher. His kids were bringing strongbows to school. Oh. Thought they were apple juice. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. That's chill. That's chill. Different culture. Oh, that's chill. That's chill, but you could, but you could totally get like a fucking hundred proof whiskey if you wanted it. Like that's not a yeah, yeah. That's not an issue. You're okay, not gonna cool. get it from them. You're from gonna the get children? like you know. <laughs> well, you might get it from the children <laughs> right, right. depending on what store you're going to. But uh, you know, I feel like I feel like some of the expat places. One of them I've seen a Knob Creek that's like a barrel aged, and that's probably like a sixty dollar bottle. Which yeah, that's probably what it would be here anyways, right? Exactly right. Yeah, but if not, if you're drinking Vietnamese spirits, you can get the worst hangover of your life for four dollars. Yeah, it's pop off, but Vietnam. Cool, but not like Salt Lake City where they water it down, which is what I was kind of wondering. Weird. Yeah, you can't. No, and if you meet the right people, they'll bring you their own like. Moonshine. Rice yeah, moonshine. That makes sense. Uh, you, can we, wait, so you can get me rice moonshine? So, well, is that what I you're telling me? We I need to stop this recording. Family so, members. We need to stop this recording right now so we can figure this out. This is no longer <laughs> uh, podcast okay material. I need illegal booze from Vietnam. We're going to have a problem here.